Welcome to the York County Economic Alliance podcast series. I'm your host, Jason McSherry, and today we're joined by Richard Farr, Executive Director of Rabbit Transit. Rich, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. We're glad to have you here uh, and excited to share some information about some or an announcement that came out probably a month or two ago about a merger with Rabbit Transit and Capital Area Transit. Is that, um, I think probably everybody here in York County knows of Rabbit Transit, um, but this is, this is kind of big news for you guys. It is, it is. It's actually one more step in our journey. Um, many folks, you know, they, like you said, they, they know who Rabbit Transit is, but I don't think they really understand the whole scope of what Rabbit Transit does. And so, you know, Rabbit Transit, you know, uh, began in, in 1974 at, in just, as your county transportation authority. And since then, we've actually grown to already encompass 10 counties in Pennsylvania. Our current service area is the size of the state of Connecticut. And so a lot of people don't understand that our footprint is really that large. And so, you know, this is what you're referencing is sort of the next step in that process of evolutionary growth. That's a great point. Um, I think everybody in York County is probably very familiar with rabbit transit. We, we see rabbit transit vehicles all the time, but 10 counties is, is amazing. And, and did I see that you have about 8,000 riders per day that utilize rabbit transit services? Yes, that, that is correct. Um, you know, anything from um, employment needs, which is our largest uh, single purpose of riding, um, to medical and education, and then your basic uh, um, life needs, grocery stores, and those kind of things as well. And am I correct that Capital Area Transit is comparable to Rabbit, um, sorry, Capital Area Transit is comparable to Rabbit Transit, but serves riders in Cumberland and Dauphin counties? That's correct. So in uh, CAT serves um, fixed route service for both Dauphin um, and Cumberland County and does shared ride services for Dauphin County, County only. Uh, Rabbit Transit uh, provides the shared ride service in Cumberland County. So it's a little different setup where, you know, in York County, we do both. Um, you know, in, for some reason in Cumberland County, um, CAD historically only did the fixed route program. And both Rabbit Transit and Capital Area Transit, they are transit authorities. Is, is that right? Yeah, we're, yeah we're, we are both entities um, under the Municipal Authorities Act of 1945. So um, the county commissioners are in CATS situation. It's also the city of Harrisburg um, forms that, that government entity to provide um, you know, a service or a purpose and ours is transit service. So very, very similar. That's, that's good to know because I don't think a lot of people realize exactly what the structure of the, the transit authorities are and how they work. Right, I think it's interesting, you know, our, our legal name is the Central Pennsylvania Transportation Authority. Um, not, not quite as um, exciting on the side of the bus as Rabbit Transit is. So we do business as Rabbit Transit and, and oftentimes I've had individuals say to me, oh, you know, you're a for-profit private company and uh, no, we are a government agency uh, and we're really a municipal authority. We just uh, disguise ourselves well. Uh, and I think it's you know, more user friendly. Uh, you know, really, it's, it's about providing a service to the community. And so we really want to structure ourselves um, to be that. 
uh, you know, a, a, a premier service. And so we use, you know, branding techniques that private businesses would use and, and all those tools of the trade. And, and so uh, we do do business a little different than, than many of our counterparts across the country. Well, you have done a really good job of that. I mean, I think Rabbit Transit is very well renowned and people recognize it everywhere they go and what they see. But again, you're right. I don't know if many of us would know off the top of our head that it was a, it was a government authority. That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so now we kick things off. We were talking a little bit about the exciting news that you were sharing that there's a, a merger being explored between Rabbit Transit and Capital Area Transit. Can you tell us a little bit about how that came about? Sure. I mean, it has a little bit of a history. So in, in 2007, uh, PennDOT uh, did a coordination study looking at how can it better improve human service transportation. And one of the outcomes from that study was, you know, there should be maybe some consideration given for transit systems to uh, you know, merge and join forces to provide a bigger footprint in cross county lines and those kind of things. And so um, that was really the kickoff of, of the effort. And, and following that closely was Act 44 um, of 2007 and Act 89 of 2013, you know, all this government stuff, right? But both of those pieces of legislation further strengthened um, the, the potential and the benefits of uh, merging transit systems. And so we've been doing a lot of studies and looking at, you know, does this make sense? In uh, February of 2018, CAT contracted with Rabbit Transit to provide management services. So its executive director left. And with these studies sort of lingering out there and some thoughts about um, creating a regional transit system, they wanted to explore that further. And they brought us in to help manage the CAT organizations. And so we've already been within that organization for three years. So that's, that's kind of exciting and folks didn't really know that either. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think probably many people here in, in our community probably realize the expanse of services and, and collaboration that has been taking place between the two organizations for the last couple of years. So this really just seems like a natural progression. Right. You know, um, I, I jokingly tell the staff internally that, you know, we've been dating for three years, it's time to get married. And so that's kind of where we are. Um, we think the, the, the wedding bell should ring in July. That's the timeline for which we hope to formally create the new authority. Um, again, you know, we're a municipal authority. So the, the new transit authority legal name is being proposed is the Susquehanna Regional Transportation Authority. And so that, that will be our new legal entity, you know, how we do branding has yet to, been de to be determined. Um, you know, when the new board um, convenes, they're the conversations we're gonna have to have about, you know, how do we do business and what do we look like? Um, those conversations really haven't happened yet. Uh, but, you know, that should kick off in, uh, like I said, July. Um, and there, you know, there are a lot of benefits. Um, you know, I'll, I'll roll into that if you want me to. Um, yeah, that's actually a great segue. So how does this merger benefit the riders of both organizations as it comes together as one, one solid organization? Well, you know, one of the things we encountered when we uh, began managing CAT is that they had a very large unfunded deficit. Um, you know, so they're, they're, the revenues coming in were uh, uh, about $1.8 million short of meeting the um, you know, financial obligations of the organization. So we, we've been spending the last three years really looking internally, cleaning that up. We've made great progress. 
um, we're, we're really chipping away at that, um, uh, you know, that deficit. So, but some of the benefits from that, from fiscally is that there's only one director and there's only one controller and there's only, so as folks leave, we're not replacing them and we're rearranging the deck chairs and putting people in different positions. And ultimately, you know, as time goes by, um, hopefully continue to uh, streamline the administrative costs of the organization. But operationally, we've, we've made some minor tweaks. Um, you know, I, I tell elected uh, officials, you know, who spend a lot of time worrying about municipal boundaries, um, Passengers don't care about that municipal boundary. They, they need to go where they need to go. And so erasing the lines and allowing people to freely move back and forth is really good for, good for everybody. It's good for the economy. It's good for employment opportunities. And so we, we're really spending a lot of time figuring out how we can expand mobility opportunities. And I'll give you one example of how we've done that. Um, CAT historically ran um, a bus to the Winding Hill Road um, Park and Ride, which is on Route 15, just north of the Adams County line. And so they would run a bus from Harrisburg down there and then go back into the city to take commuters. Within two minutes, the Gettysburg Express bus drove right past that same park and ride. So the taxpayers essentially were funding two buses from the same park and ride at the same time each day in the morning and the afternoon. That just doesn't make sense. And so, you know, CAT with its unfunded deficit and needing to find ways to streamline cost, we ended that route. And now the Gettysburg bus just swings in and, and picks up the passengers at that park and ride and brings them into the city. And so there's just one small example of how working together, we can provide the same or better service at a lower cost. And, you know, that's, that's kind of where CAT needs to be at the moment. Um, so the, you know, there, there are really some low hanging fruit that, uh, that we're now sort of picking as we move into this process. That is a really great example actually of the efficiencies that can come out of this merger. Um, but you know, efficiencies are, are, are one thing that you can talk about. You said cost cutting and merging some of those routes and such like that. But I think you're also looking at expanding some uh, or implementing some new services uh, I saw a single fare payment system. Right. So, um, you know, when we began at CAT, they were still using paper passes and, and punchers, you know, the stuff, you know, uh, cutting edge 1950 technology. And so we, we moved them into electric, electric, electronic, we moved them into electronic fare boxes and uh, so with electronic media and mobile ticketing. And so um, we now have platforms both in York and Harrisburg that as when we move into July, will allow seamless fares across the system. So if you have a monthly pass, it's a monthly pass, it works everywhere. If you have an 11 ride, it's an 11 ride pass, it works everywhere. So as individuals go further, they don't have to have a rabbit pass and a cat pass to get to their destination. One pass will get them where they need to go. So that is going to be such a huge benefit, especially for people, as you said, that are kind of on those uh, border areas of various municipalities and counties. I can imagine that in like the uh, West Shore area where you would have some overlap between some of those, not having to carry two cards is, is, would be so much more convenient. Absolutely. And I, I you know, and the, the idea for us too, also, you know, the measurement of success is the number of boardings. You know, we, we want to serve as many people as possible. So beginning to remove some of those barriers, we're hoping 
uh, will attract new riders, um, you know, offering new technologies, and I'll talk a little bit about new services, um, we hope to, again, tr attract more riders. Um, so, you know, the mobile ticketing has been a big hit. Um, you know, I was a little anxious to wondering if people would, um, you know, moved away from a physical pass. And so it's really literally it's a, an app that you download. And when you get on the bus, you show it to the driver and you board. And it's really that simple. And it's really becoming our um, becoming the number one means for people to use uh, uh, transit fares. So it's really taken off. That is actually really convenient. Um, I, I wasn't aware that it was it had an app that was that easy to download. Yeah. Uh, it makes it so much easier when you think about like how we're becoming more and more of a cashless society. And as people switch to things on their phone and mobile pays and everything like that, you're right there with it. Right. Um, we, we have started to explore a little bit with the Google and Apple Pay. Um, I think we're going to do a, a soft launch in that arena. And I, I'd like to explore the opportunity of using Venmo. Um, so I think that will be our next offering. Um, we've just literally had one conversation internally so far on this, um, but I think that's an easy, uh, you know, low infrastructure kind of way for people to, to pay for their passes. Um, we're, not, we're not sure quite how that will work, you know, for the, for the electronic media or the uh, mobile media, um, but at least for the passes, when they show up at the ticket counter, you know, could they Venmo us money? And I think we're going to try to explore um, that as our next uh, new feature. Nice, nice. And I mean, just even having the app right now is, is ahead of the game for compared to a lot of other people probably in the industry and even just businesses. So that is a, a really nice feature. Um, I know we, you touched on it a little bit earlier about how so many of the riders utilize Rabbit Transit and Capital Area Transit services uh, for to basically to get to work and to reach employers. Can you talk a little bit about the importance that the, the two transit organizations, which will soon be one, play in helping our workforce get to where they need to go every day? And, and what are some plans that you have for that going forward? Yeah, I mean, we, we've had um, all kinds of partnerships over the years and, and we continue to try to foster them. And, and sometimes it takes, um, you know, a little understanding from the employer's perspective on how transit can play a, a bigger role in their recruitment efforts. And so those um, individuals or those organizations for which we've connected with, uh, we've made you know great strides. Uh, you know there is a uh, owner of several McDonald's chain uh, restaurants, and you know um, several years ago really struggling to staff those, and implemented a bus pass program where part of the employment package is a bus fare. Um, they give monthly passes to their employees, and suddenly he's staffing his stores. And so, you know, it made a huge difference. And that, yeah, that was probably one of our earlier partners when we sort of the light bulb flickered a little bit, like maybe we need to work a little different with our, our business community. And so since then, we've fostered numerous partnerships in both organizations with employers. And so, you know, the bus is, is you know, transit service to some degree is sort of a utility. Right, so it, it runs and it's out in the community. And so what we need employers to do is look at the bus route. When does it come by? And is it, are you able to create a work shift that allows people to come work for you to use the bus? Um, and so the employers who've had great success in have the flexibility in creating those 
um, shifts that are more flexible um, have huge success with getting employees via transit. And, and so, you know, when they're struggling, many businesses, as you know, are struggling trying to recruit employees. Some of these employers are finding um, their needs aren't as great as their neighbors because they're able to utilize transit to get their workforce um, to their location. So I can only imagine how vital that is for uh, businesses that are just off the beaten path or outside the main drags of areas to be able to have transportation for employees to get to and from, uh, whether it's uh, chain restaurants like that or uh, that have little locations that are just outside areas uh, or even like the business parks that we have up in the northern section of York County. I imagine you have quite a few routes that go up that way. Right. You know, um, historically, our, our service really went just a little north of Church Road. Uh, but, you know, we've had the uh, a, a lot of growth beyond that. And so we've had to modify some of our routes. Uh, we partnered with a couple businesses. I'll, I'll name two. Um, ES3 and FedEx have been two of our employer champions, really, um, uh, really fostering the ability to uh, just with a little of their resources and uh, a little of our resources um, together, we've been able to extend routes that really meet their needs. And so they're very specific tailored routes that, and well, ES3 came on board first, but then FedEx um, added a shift that mirrors the ES3 so individuals can you know, utilize that uh, route um, seamlessly. And so it's been a pretty huge success. Um, one of the other things we, we did several years ago, because we do surveys of our ridership all the time, and one of the trends that we started seeing, and it's obviously from the growth, uh, is the distance that people travel to and from the bus stop was growing exponentially every year. And so we're, you know, we don't have the resources to send a bus everywhere. So what can we do? And one of the things that we've done um, is add bike racks to our fixed route buses. Right, so you think uh, bike racks. Yeah, we have thousands of boardings each month of people using their bikes to further their trip. And so some of these industrial parks that could be a mile or two deep, we may only serve the entrance way, but with a bicycle, they're able to easily get themselves to work further into that industrial park. So we're always looking at maybe less, uh, um, you know, buses in, in those aspects, but, you know, still wheels, right? We still have wheels moving and get people where they need to go. So we're looking at different kinds of solutions for different problems. I love this because we're really getting in depth and seeing all of the little gears that turn behind the scenes that, uh, again, when you, we think of it every day and we see that rabbit transit bus, we're thinking about the bus routes, but we're not necessarily thinking about all the little intricate details and thoughts and plans that that you are putting in motion behind the scenes to try to make these things convenient for all of your riders. Right, there, you, know, um, you know, when we talk about transit service, every trip begins on foot. That's just how it life is, right? Whether it's you drive, if, even if you're driving your car, that trip begins on foot. You left your house, walked to a car, if you use a bicycle, you, so, you know, our, our first priority is to, how is our, our sidewalk network? Um, what does that look like? And then, you know, we, we build upon that with biking and, you know, the complete streets concepts. So we, we have, um, there's always more needs than there are resources, obviously, but, you know, we, we keep uh, a pretty uh, active um, strategic plan always being developed about what new services we need to offer, whether it's like technology for better understanding how to use the bus to things like bike racks and how do we advance people's mobility through those efforts. 
And I know that you, you touched on how vital the transportation system is and the routes are, especially as we've been talking about with the employer side here. But um, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't touch on just how many people's lives depend on having this service available, uh, whether it be that you provide them with access to uh, grocery stores and shopping or healthcare appointments. I know that you have a lot of routes that are designed uh, specifically to help uh, some of our residents get to necessary healthcare appointments. Yeah, I mean, we, we do over 60,000 dialysis trips every year. These folks, you know, you don't, if you're on dialysis, you, you can't miss your appointment. You know, um, your quality of life isn't good if you're, you know, um, if you miss that appointment. So, you know, so we're really a lot of medical trips. Um, you know, we do over a, uh, a half a million trips every year for senior citizens, and they use it for all kinds of purposes, senior centers, um, you know, socializing. We take, uh, um, so you know, some of the mo- more sort of um, heart uh, felt trips are the, the spouse who goes every day to the nursing home to feed their spouse lunch or dinner. And, you know, it is so important that they get there to be able, and, and you know, you think, you don't even think about those kind of things, right? Until we have a snow day and then we have to cut service. And, you know, those individuals become, you know, very upset because that's what they do. And so, you know, it's those kind of interruptions when it makes me realize, oh, you know, we touch people's lives in a completely different way. It, you know, there's one thing to go to work. It's another thing to, you know, to care for a loved one. And, and everybody's trip is important. They use it for different reasons, but um, there are a lot of reasons. Oh, that. You know, when you hear stories like that, I can only imagine that you and the team at Rabbit Transit and Capillary Transit um, just makes it so much easier to come into work every day when you, you th- think about that, because you can get lost in the daily grind. But when you hear those stories about how you're making a difference in somebody's life, um, that's 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 empowering. Yeah, we get we get um, um, thank you notes from our, our riders all the time. And we have the best employees that anyone could ever ask for. And I'll, I'll give you one little story. So I get this phone, this, um, this note um, from a writer and they said that, you know, it was right before the cold, cold snap last year when it was gonna be really cold. And she says to the driver, you know, my zipper is broken on my coat and I haven't had a chance to, to go to the, uh, to the thrift store to buy a new jacket. Uh, and so I'm gonna have to do that here real soon with this cold weather coming. And she says, at five o'clock that night, my doorbell rang. And so I went and opened the door and the driver handed her a new coat and walked away. So, you know, our drivers um, are not just, this is not just work for them. This is, you know, our our mission here at Rabbit Transit is that, you know, we're champions for mobility, changing our world one ride at a time. And I think our employees really take that to heart. Like, it's just not a job. You know, when you sign on here, you're also helping live that mo- mission of mobility and, and fostering um, quality of life in our community. So it's 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 really we have great employees. Uh, I can I can just imagine. Um, wow, that's a that is a great story. Um, yeah, I'm getting a little little <laughs> choked up. Sorry. Uh, that's I mean, that's they're, awesome. They're, yeah, they're yeah. yeah, I have, it blows me away blows me away when you hear stories like that. And yeah, we're very lucky to have the service that we have and have these dedicated uh, members of the rapid transit and capillary transit family that do what they do and go above and beyond. So that's kudos to you and your team for that. You know, at rabbit transit, we, it, the, you know, we often 
say, you know, we got to get to yes. Um, it's easy for people to say, no, we can't do something. And so you know, if we look at the pandemic, for instance, um, you know, there was this need that, that came up where homeless or those who are um, housing challenged um, were testing positive or needed to be tested for, for the virus. And then if they were positive, they had to quarantine and they needed to go someplace that was not at a shelter. And, and so um, we partnered with um, York County Emergency Management and WellSpan, and we are the only transit system in Pennsylvania that created a program to transport, transport known positive riders to their appointments. And so we picked, you know, we, we trained our employees on how to wear PPE and how we sanitize the vehicles, and especially in the early days when you really didn't understand how this virus worked, you know, the precautions were over the top. And so we were um, really the only transit system in Pennsylvania that did this. And we're continuing to do that. We're, we're telling people that if you need transportation, um, don't just board the bus, call us. We will get you where you need to go if you're, if you're known to be positive. And so, um, you know, that in the program, we partnered with, uh, again, WellSpan and the food bank. And so individuals who are quarantined and can't get out to get food, we're making deliveries to their home from the food bank. And so um, just different ways of, of utilizing our mobility um, assets to really enhance the, the, the quality of life of our residents and those kind of things people don't even know we're doing, but we're doing those kind of things behind the scenes. That is amazing. Um, goes back to what we just were talking about a couple minutes ago about the services being life-saving in a lot of ways. Um, sometimes we just think of it as being convenience to be able to get somewhere, but in a lot of ways, they are life-saving services. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I know we're starting to run a little bit close on time, so I wanted to ask one quick question here about the merger itself. And you had mentioned that it was gonna be, uh, the combined organization was gonna be known as the Susquehanna Regional Transportation Authority. Uh, what is the timeline that you're looking at to have all of that complete? So for the rest of, of uh, February and March, the municipal bodies, so York County, Adams County, Cumberland County, Dauphin County, and the city of Harrisburg will be taking um, formal action um, through resolution to create a new municipal authority. So that'll be wrapped up um, by the uh, end of March. We'll file with the Secretary of State. Um, this is the process we have to follow. Um, Secretary of State um, in um, early April. And at that point, you know, we're officially a new transit authority. Um, I, I think the first board meeting of that uh, new authority probably will be in June, you know, your, your typical formation of, you know, electing officers and that kind of action. And then July will become the first real um, board meeting of the new authority. Um, so, you know, we're kind of excited about this process, but that's sort of the timeline. And it sounds like uh, it's going to be pretty much a seamless transition because a lot of the services are already things that you're working together on to provide. So it, it may end up pretty much being a, a change in name and, and such only. And a lot of this, everything, nobody will notice from one day to the next that it is now not rabbit transit anymore, but part of Susquehanna Regional Transportation Authority. That, that would be the goal. Now we do have plans to, to you know, enhance mobility services as we move forward, but no one should see a negative impact at all from these services uh, for the name change. It's really a name change at this point because we've been working closely together for the last three years. Um, I have um, and my team have worked diligently to adopt policies that mirror each other. So we've already, 
did a lot of the homework behind the scenes stuff to line up the organizations for this merger. And so the cultures are, are, are beginning to align. Um, we're not completely there yet. They'll take a little more time, but um, you know, really what's left is the legalities, um, forming the new authority, the new EIN numbers, um, you know, those kind of things are the, are, are the actions that we have left at this point. Well, exciting stuff for everybody here in York County and our surrounding counties and uh, riders with capital area transit as well. So uh, this is very exciting. I, I wanna thank you for taking some time to sit down uh, we do have just a minute or two here before we hit our, our mark. So I have a couple of fun questions. Oh, sorry. Let me, I, I want to try to squeeze in two things. All right. So you'll see if you can get them in. So there, there are two um, newer services that we've offered that we want the public to know about. Um, the first one is our microtransit. It's our stop hopper. And it's really sort of half fixed route, half Uber-like. So it is very much app-driven. It's in East York and Red Lion are the two areas that we've targeted. So individuals will go to our website, they'll download the Rabbit Transit app and literally book a trip and watch the vehicle come pick you up and take you within a geofenced area. It's the only service during the pandemic that grew. All of our other services dropped in the beginning and we're slowly growing back to the baseline. This service stayed and continued to grow even during the pandemic. So we think there's a story here behind this new service and we're trying to figure that out. The other one is um, we launched um, in um, early uh, February, uh, the Gettysburg Hanover connector. So we have a new service that goes from Gettysburg to New Oxford to Hanover, um, really trying to get the Adams County population uh, opportunities to uh, gainful employment opportunities. So really connecting Gettysburg to Hanover for those employment opportunities. We know a lot of our employers in Hanover are struggling to, to attract employees. We hope we have an opportunity to give them um, new opportunities. So the rider wins and the employer wins. So that's a new service that has recently launched um, and so we're excited about that. So, oh, that is a, that's a great line. Yeah. Um, and you do have existing lines already that go from York to Hanover. So that's a really nice, completes that, uh, that circuit there so that there is a lot of opportunity to get into or back from Hanover. Right. And we're working with some employers in New Oxford to have a, a, a route on 30 from York to New Oxford. So if we do that, you can actually go from Gettysburg to New Oxford transfer and go directly to York without having to go to Hanover and then back to York. We have individuals now who ride the express bus to Harrisburg and then come back to either Harrisburg or, or Gettysburg or, or uh, York. So if someone in Gettysburg wants to come to York, they ride to Harrisburg and then come to York on the express services. That happens regularly. So um, hopefully this will make a better connection. So I think essentially what you're saying is that in, in the very near future, if you're living in South Central Pennsylvania, Susquehanna Regional Transit Authority can help you get from wherever you wanna to go to pretty much one spot to another and back. That, that, that's, that's the direction we're moving. That, what a great resource and yeah. what a great um, way to promote that, not only to our current residents, but to anybody that's potentially looking to move to our area here that says, hey, we've got all these wonderful communities that surround this area here. And especially if you don't have a car or don't wanna to drive to some of these different places, we've got ways to get you to wherever you need to go, whenever you need to go. Absolutely, absolutely. That is amazing. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see some of that come together. And yeah. the, um, the rideshare program or the Uber type program is, is really neat too. I, I was not aware of that one. Yep, so that's, our newest, that's one of our newest addition, the Stop Hopper. Ah, glad you got both of those in there. Yeah, good. Um, 
All right, I know that we're up on our, on our time here real quick. So uh, we're gonna switch gears and do some, some fun stuff. I have three quick questions that'll be uh, to round us out here and end our, our time together. Uh, we started the, to end some of our programs with the I Heart Yoko Triple Trivia. And basically, I love Yoko or I heart Yoko, because we use the heart instead of love, is the motto for York County Economic Alliance. And we developed three quick rapid fire type questions that are based off of that motto, uh, one for each of those pieces of it. So I'll fire them out there. You okay. let me know what comes to mind first and foremost. So first question, which is the I in I heart Yoko, finish this sentence and tell us why you picked your response. The superhero or supervillain that I think is most like me is? Hmm. Uh, Captain America. So, so I don't know if most like me, maybe I, I would like to be most like him. Um, you know, I'm a huge Marvel um, fan. It's, it's I'm probably a little obsessive really. Um, but, you know, I think what's cool about Captain Marvel is that he, he's about tradition. He's about doing the right thing, always helping people first. And I think, you know, as public transit, that's kind of what we want to be. So I think that, you know, Captain America, hands down, no doubt. That's a really good one too. And, and Captain America was kind of a, a little bit of a government inspired superhero. So right. very good, good fit. <laughs> nice. I like that. All right. Second question for the heart in I Heart Yoko. Um, obviously, York County is referred, often referred to as the snack food capital of the U.S. So with that in mind, what is your favorite Yoko snack? Is it a Snyder sourdough pretzel? an Utz potato chip, or a Stauffer's animal cracker? Hmm. Do I have to pick one of those three? No, no. Actually, if you've uh, got one outside of that, go for it. Yeah, yeah. so well, obviously chips. And, and uh, when you start asking the question, another product came to mind, but Utz plain chip is could be probably one of the best plain chips anywhere on the face of the earth. Um, yeah, I'll walk a mile for that. Uh, but my, my go-to is Martin's barbecue waffle chip. Like I, I, I open that bag and it's gone. Like we, we, like we can only buy those occasionally at my house because uh, my, my belt doesn't appreciate them. They are absolutely the best chip anywhere. And um, we moved here um, 18 years ago from Northern Pennsylvania. And when I go home, I have to take them with me. Like that is, like when you come bring those Martin's chips, I'm like, I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good import or export, I guess, export, as you're heading that's back. Right. Helping the York economy by spreading potato chips across the state. That is a really good choice too. I, um, it's, I think sometimes people forget about those waffle chips, but that's a good one. They're the best. I mean, I get wrapped up in the kettle chip, but that waffle yeah, barbecue chip, that's a great, great answer. <laughs> All right, third one, last one here. So for the Yoko in I Heart Yoko, what is your favorite uniquely Yoko activity or tradition? So that could be something like uh, visiting the Heritage Rail Trail or going to see the York Revolution baseball game or maybe Harley Davidson bike night. So I, what I love to do most in York County is visit the many um, county and state parks that we have. I think we have the best park system anywhere in the country. I come from endless mountains. And so the, you know, that ruralness is part of my makeup. And from time to time, I just need to feel like I'm back there. And I, I live in Northern York County. So Pincho Park is almost in my backyard. Um, so I, I walk those trails regularly and, and all the county parks, you know, Rudy and all, they're just, we have the best park system anywhere. Um, I just love it. Here, here. I'll second that. 
Uh, we are very, very lucky here in York County. We, the state parks, the county parks, and even the municipal parks that we have are, yeah. are second to none. Right. So great answer. Yeah, anytime you want to walk, you can go to a different park almost every day and, and have a different experience. Perfect answer. So uh, thank you for taking time and, and answering the iHeart Yoko Triple Trivia. There we go. Uh, but then also taking some time here today to talk to us about this exciting new merger and the services that it's going to be providing to your current riders with Rabbit Transit and then also uh, throughout the entire South Central Pennsylvania region. Right. Absolutely. You know, and just one, a closing thought, you know, um, the, the Economic Alliance represents the business community and so do we. And so if your members need transportation for their employees, they need to give us a call. We're, we're here to partner with them. And where can they give you a call or where can they find more information about Rabbit Transit and services? Yep. So our website is rabbittransit.org um, or you can email, email us at info at rabbittransit.org. Uh, they're the two easiest ways to find us. Perfect. Uh, well, thank you, Rich. Uh, again, Richard Farr from Rabbit Transit and Capital Area Transit Executive Director is joining us today to talk about the exciting new merger between the two organizations. Thank you for joining us um, and you take care. Have a great afternoon, Rich. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the time.